Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 13th of March and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors and of course the news Cycle at the moment is being dominated by Silicon Valley Bank and its collapse last week and the moves over the weekend to save it or to at least auction it or find a buyer for it. And Federal Treasurer Janet Yellen has said that there won't be any rescue of the bank, unlike in times gone by. All right, well, let's kick things off. Dow Jones scores on the doors. Dow Jones falling 345 points or 1.07% to 31,910. Had a high of 167 up, amazingly, and a low of 471 down. The S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle up one, uh, sorry, down 1.45%, down 57 points, 38.62. NASDAQ down 1.76%, 199 points down at 11,139. NASDAQ suffering the most, as you would expect, as SVB was the banker to the technology sector. It was the 16th largest bank in the US. So although people say it's very insignificant in the big scheme of things, 16th largest bank in the US is not insignificant, one would imagine. The VIX volatility index up 15.7% to 25.84. Big move there and something we looked at a week or so ago when it was languishing down at 18 and suggested that that could at least pop higher, did seem not to be taking into account the risks that were out there in the market with the Federal Reserve and also a number of other things out there, including the US jobs number, which of course came out on Friday. Spy futures down 39 points or 0.55%. This follows 166 points down on Friday, 2.28%. Not a good way to finish the week. By any stretch of the imagination, and Monday is going to start in a similarly nervous fashion, down 0.55 of a percent. European markets eased as well. Stock 600 down 1.4, FTSE down 1.7, Germany down 1.3, France down 1.3, and Spain down 1.5 percent there. In the U.S. bond markets, we saw a big, big tumble in U.S. 10 years and other yields as investors piled into bonds for safe haven buying. Uh, US 10 years down 21.9 basis points to 3.705. Remember, that was 4%. So that is a big, big move there. Two years, 4.593, down 30.7 basis points. Remember, that was nearly 5%. Aussie 10 years at 3.48%, 12 basis points down. So again, that was uh, very elevated, coming well and truly off their highs. Crypto in trouble. Crypto crapto down 1.4% for Bitcoin, back below 20,000. The Aussie dollar, 65.77, that was down a smidge. The US dollar index uh, was down 0.7 of a percent, 104.64. So that helped the gold price, which was up nearly 2%. Gold has been a bit of a winner 
in terms of this move from the US banking sector. So gold has proved to be the safe haven at the moment at least. In US stocks, let's have a little look at some of the big US stocks. Apple down 1.4%, Meta down one2 Google down 1.8%, Microsoft down 1.5%, Amazon down 1.7%, Tesla, which was a bit weaker the previous day, up 03 Netflix down 1.7%, JP Morgan had a good day, up 2.5%, Citigroup though down half a percent, Goldman Sachs down 4.2%, Bank of America down 09 Wells Fargo up 06 Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 3.8%. We saw General Motors down 3.4% as well, and ExxonMobil down 1.2%. Looking at commodities on Friday night, we had Brent crude up 1.5%, $1.20, 82.76. WTI up 1.3%, 95 cents, 76.55. The gold price doing very well up 1.9%, $35.60 better. 1866.3, platinum up 1.1, silver up 1.8%. Not so good though was base metals, LME copper, pretty much unchanged. Nickel down another 2.26%, aluminium down 0.6%, zinc down 1.5%, lead down 07 and ton down 2.8%. Iron ore pretty much unchanged, but coal doing all right, although we did see lithium, looks like that came off. Uh, the numbers we have are 5.6%, but um, lithium not the easiest to price on the open market. In our commodity stocks overseas, BHP was down 1%, Rio down 1%, Freeport McMoran down 3.3%, Alcoa down 6.2%, Tech down 0.2%, Anglo pretty much unchanged, Glencore unchanged, Vale down one6 Arbomile in the lithium space down 4.9%. The big news on Friday, apart from SVB, was the US jobs number, which came in strong, 311,000. Again, that was versus consensus, around 205,000. But average earnings were a touch below expectations, up 0.2%. Consensus was 0.3%. And the chances of 50 basis point rise on March the 22nd have dropped from 68% to 39%. I'm not sure whether that drop is on the back of the jobs number or maybe on the back of the SVB crisis. Uh, that may well have been the reason there that we are seeing a little bit of uh, backing off from that 50 basis points. In theory, if the US banking sector is a little bit weaker, uh, then we may see uh, the Fed go a little bit easier, but certainly that is uh, something to bear in mind as this drama unfolds, and uh, that is um, an ongoing situation. In terms of other stuff coming out of the US on Friday, apart from the Silicon Valley Bank, their chief executive, though, Greg Becker, did quite well. He sold uh, a bunch of shares before, two weeks ago, actually, before the firm disclosed extensive losses, so not bad there for Greg Becker. But as far as overseas news goes, SVB very much dominating. Uh, UK also being disrupted by this. Uh, the UK banks are in talks with the UK Treasury about a potential plan to take on depositors from the SVB's British arm. This is what's happening at the moment. Um, we're also seeing some front page news about Canva, which is a big Australian high tech firm, big success story. Uh, they are amongst 
people trying to get back their bank deposits from SVB. The company spokesman said the company had an account with SVB but declined to discuss the size of its balance. So um, that is also out there. So it is not confined to the US this crisis, if that is what it's called. Crisis what crisis? A bipartisan group of lawmakers from uh, the US called on Treasury and the Fed to encourage banks that have a relationship with SVB depositors to extend temporary credit lines to help with costs such as payroll. And we also have seen some talk that maybe HSBC could be in the running to actually uh, buy out SVB, but nothing really very much confirmed there. In local news today, uh, we are seeing economists talking about Thursday's jobs number, which is very important. We do have US CPI as well this week, so that's going to be a very uh, big number to be watching. Uh, they uh, Economists locally expect Thursday's jobs figure will reveal that 50,000 people found work in February, which is an unexpectedly soft outcome. Uh, if that was to transpire, uh, that would raise the chances of the RBA hitting pause on further rate rises. In company news, BHP uh, and its plan to consolidate through Oz Minerals takeover, its Olympic Dam and Carapatina mines uh, may be facing some hurdles at the moment. Uh, the uh, efforts to strike a lucrative new land use Agreement for Olympic Dam and nearby copper projects are in limbo amid organisational changes with the Coathka Aboriginal Corporation arising from a controversial annual meeting of the native title group last month. Newspaper reports about fresh potential offer for Tyro could be in the 180 to 185 range. Everyone trying to talk the potential people up into paying more. But I suspect that given the current uh, headwinds, economic climate, and even now SVB, uh, that would give uh, the Potentia guys reason to stick with what they have got on the table. Um, there's certainly some fun and games happening at the moment. Tyro's board is still waiting for a firm bid from Potentia Capital. And uh, there's two shareholder groups which have very different views of the company and its outlook. So... Uh, that is playing out at the moment. In research, Sayona Mining upgraded to speculative buy from a sell at Canacourt Genuity. Capricorn Metals upgraded to a buy from a hold at Canacourt Genuity. Invocare, according to the papers, had been bidding for Nirvana Asia before the TPG takeover. Uh, car sales has completed the institutional components of the entitlement offer with a take-up of 96%. Westgold Resources has provided an operational update from Big Bell and it continues to exceed design outputs. Uh, drilling results from the deeper mine expansion have exceeded modelled expectations. And Life360 expects exposure to Sil- Silicon Valley Bank to be up to 5.6 million Aussie with no significant disruptions to operations. And SiteMinder has confirmed cash holdings of up to $10 million held by Silicon Valley Bank and it maintains adequate liquidity to deliver on guidance. Uh, They also have an undrawn $20 million revolving credit facility, but doesn't have any term deposits with SVB or SVB UK, but they do have these cash holdings of up to $10 million with SVB. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Question of the day today, I guess, let's stick with the SVB theme, the Silicon Valley Bank theme. Are you surprised 
or concerned or extremely worried about the events unfolding in the US? Is this giving you serious pause for thought? Obviously, the market did on Friday, 166 points down, 39 points down on the SPY heading into today. But are you seeing this as a buying opportunity or are you seeing this as a black swan event that you need to be very, very careful about? Well, that's it. As I say, thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.